Welcome to Experience This, where you'll find inspiring examples of customer experience, great stories of customer service, and tips on how to make your customers love you even more. Always upbeat and definitely entertaining, customer attention expert Joey Coleman and social media expert Dan Gingas serve as your hosts for a weekly dose of positive customer experience. So hold on to your headphones, it's time to experience this. Get ready for a special live edition of the Experience This Show! Join us as we discuss the best parts of an international customer experience conference. The listeners in our live audience most remarkable experiences of the last year and the true and honest state of customer experience in 2019. Highlights, high flyers, and high points. Oh my! love telling stories and sharing key insights you can implement or avoid based on our experiences. Can you believe that this just happened? Hey, Joey. Hey, Dan. How are you? I'm thrilled that I'm actually able to see you. You know, we've been recording this podcast for a while, and it's been over two years since we've been in the same room. A little secret for those of you that listen to the show, but we're actually in the same room together in Fort Lauderdale in front of what I have to tell you for those of you listening at home on the podcast is a devastatingly attractive crowd. I mean, these people, like, I've seen a lot of good-looking audiences. This one is really good-looking. I also have a feeling that their intelligence is certainly higher than average. So this is also a wonderful thing about this audience. Excited to be here. Plus, Joey and I are among our people because we love customer experience and we love talking about customer experience with other folks who live it and breathe it every day. And this is the first time, actually, it's not just that we haven't seen each other in a long time. This is the first time we have ever done a live version of the podcast. This is going to be episode... Wait, were we supposed to share that? Oh. I'm not necessarily sure, but nonetheless, I'm sure uh, it'll be fabulous. It's the first time. It'll be great. Yeah, we know what we're doing. Episode 65, this is, of the podcast, and it is our first one live. So let's get started. We are here at Empower CX. This is an annual event put on by our friends and partners at Cytel Group. We're in sunny Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I just found out today that my beloved Chicago Cubs are going to get snowed out in Chicago, so I'm really happy to be down here in Florida. Now, one of the things that I have really liked about this conference and have been really impressed about is the branding. The branding is everywhere. And I don't know if you went and saw the session from the guy at LG today. Yeah. Good job on the marketing team. Round of applause. The marketing team and the PR team at Cytel have done an amazing job. Everywhere you look at this conference, there is branding. When you came up to the hotel, there's branding on the windows. When you go to the elevator, there's branding on the elevators. And it's not just posters and signs, but LG, which is a partner of Cytel, brought in all of these movable signs. And you can even see behind us, there's like animation and stuff. And it is really, really impressive. Related to that, I've also really liked the fact that the conference has shared the hashtag 
and the Twitter handles of the presenters, making it easier to share your experience on social media. Yeah, so as our loyal listeners know, make sure you tag Dan when you're talking about this, not me. I'm not on the Twitters as much. The thing that I've loved the best is the diversity of this audience. If you walk through the halls, you can hear dozens of languages being spoken. There are people representing every corner of the globe in the room. And what I love about that is when it comes to customer experience, while we certainly have a lot of experiences that are the same because we're human beings, the cultural differences from country to country or region to region need to be taken into consideration when you're thinking about your customer experience, especially if you're a global brand. And so the ability to be in conversations and have chats during the networking sessions and the, and the breaks between the formal presentations has been wonderful to get to connect with colleagues from around the world. Another thing that I thought was memorable, how about Karen McCullough yesterday, our closing keynote, huh? Now, for those of you who are listening on iTunes or watching on live streaming, Karen McCullough is a baby boomer. And she talked to us about all of the different generations and how to market to them and how different they are. But something that I thought was amazing about Karen is she made her presentation into an experience. She sang, she danced, she played music, she did an interactive game. She really got the audience involved. And you know what that resulted in? It resulted in the same thing that's gonna happen in about 39 minutes here, Joey, a standing ovation. Wow, that's awesome, so cool, yeah, so yeah. cool. Yeah. What I loved about Karen's presentation is she made the presentation an experience, right? Isn't that the goal? Shouldn't we be looking at every touch point and every opportunity as the opportunity to create an experience for our audience and for our customers? Now, I had this chance to attend two sessions today that I thought were particularly interesting, and they, they kind of were similar in a way. The first one was all about empathy and using empathy to make your tech support services stand out. Now, as our regular listeners know, I'm a huge fan of the concept of bringing emotion to the game. And empathy, I believe, is going to be the distinguishing brand factor in the next decade. If your business, in a world where automation is increasing, where everybody's going to systemization of everything, self-healing products, etc., if you can actually connect in an emotional way with your customers, that's going to be a game changer. So we heard a fantastic presentation by Christian all about the uh, power of using your tech support in a more empathetic way. The other interesting one was about being a lifelong learner. And this idea that Dan and I talk often about on the show of you need to be constantly pushing yourself forward and exploring new things. We talked about the difference between those folks that are the trailblazers in your organization that are desirous of acquiring new skills. And then some of those folks in your organization that may not be as quick to acquire new skills, they lack a little bit of the will. So we have a battle between the skills and the will and what you can do with some learning tools to help them adopt more of a lifelong learner philosophy. So great content out of the blocks here at Empower CX. Yeah, and while the list is long of things that I've enjoyed about the conference, the last one that I'll share here is I thought it was really, really impressive yesterday that we got to listen to an actual customer service call. I think this is critical and not enough companies do this. When I worked at Discover Card, all directors and above were required to do call listening sessions at least once a month. And everybody, all the way up to the CEO, attended these sessions. It's actually one of the best ways to get directors and above into a room is because they know the CEO is gonna be there. 
All of the calls were selected at random, and we had a discussion of each call afterwards, not just about how the agent could have done a better job, but whether there was a part of the experience that the company had messed up that caused the call in the first place that we could go back to our offices and work on to fix. So I would urge everybody that listens to this show to take the time to listen to actual customers. There is nothing better. A focus group doesn't do it. Surveys don't do it. Hearing the voice, the literal voice of your customer, there's nothing more powerful. So one of the coolest things about a live episode is we have a live audience in the room that we can get some involvement with. So I'd like to now bring up to the stage the CEO of America's, Mike Small, to share his experience. He has no idea I was going to call on him. That's live TV, folks. To share his experience of the Empower CX 2019 event. Big round of applause for Mike Small. Hey, Joey. You know, the good thing about not knowing you're going to be on stage is you just walk around all the time with a microphone. (laughs) So I did know. I'm just joking. So first and foremost, uh, really appreciate the opportunity to come up on stage and and join the live podcast. I would share three. First, you've had a great summary from Dan and Joey on their experiences. I've taken three experiences that I wanted to share with your podcast listeners away from Empower CX. Number one was actually Joey, okay? In Joey's keynote this morning, we heard a lot about B2B is going away, B2C is going away, and what's being the new norm for a a fantastic CX experience is H2H, human to human. And that is absolutely something that resonates with Cytel Group. The human-to-human interaction, the emotion, the power of how one agent, one associate can touch our customers is absolutely critical. So I, I absolutely resonated with that, Joey. The second came from Daniel. And we talked a lot about disruption going on in our industry. Daniel has a great book that actually speaks to, you know, how to protect organizations and make them future-proof. And the aspect that I took away from Daniel's pitch, he has seven pillars that he spoke about around how companies can ensure digital transformation is a success and you can protect against future-proofing your organization. And right in the middle is great culture. Great culture. And that's definitely the mandate of Cytel and the group and how we look at supporting each other and our brands that we have the privilege of supporting is how do we make and create great culture within our group. And then the third and final, actually, you spoke about, which is call listening and the importance of recognizing great associates, which is why we're here. And we have three of our experts that are in the field, that work with our clients every day, that got recognized on stage yesterday. That was my favorite part of the last two days, is seeing those associates getting recognized for the fantastic work they do day in, day out, supporting our customers. And, you know, I'll take it a step further. We had breakout sessions at the end of our final day here. And one of our associates got up and presented on behalf of their workout group. And that associate's name is Lakeisha. I tell you about Lakeisha because she'll be in my job one day. That's the best part of Empower CX. Awesome. A big round of applause for Mike Small, CEO Americas. Awesome. So now if we could bring the lights up just a little bit, we've got a couple microphones set up so that we can hear from you, the audience members, what your favorite parts of the last two days were. So don't be shy. Step to the mic and feel free to share some of the highlights for you over the course of the last two days. What's your name and what have you enjoyed about the conference? 
Hello, everybody. My name is Malena Altamirano. I come from HP. I work for the global communities, technical support, Spanish and Portuguese. I guess the most valuable thing from these two days is not just about the conferences that were, in fact, such great. Yours guys were one of my favorite ones. Oh, thank <laughs> but you. But I guess the most important piece is the fact of having the opportunity to interact with all of you. Some of us have had more opportunities, others just stayed analyzing, taking notes, then going out and interacting, connecting, and truly making of these two days a valuable investment. So thank you so much, Saitel, the sponsors, and everybody, including you guys, for making of these two days a great value added for HP and my colleagues. Thank you. So hi everybody, I'm Maria Harju from Europe, Finland. Without further ado, one of my favorite uh, takeaways. Uh, very easy, tangible, what we can everybody go and, and uh, bring home with us was from the very last session I, I just attended. And it was all about how do we take the customer service philosophy to our employee engagement. So that's my uh, key takeaway. Awesome. Thank you. And I'll share one more to wrap up the episode, or the segment rather. Uh, I had an experience here that I've never had before. I had the pleasure of giving a presentation earlier this morning. When I walked off stage, a woman came up to me and she said, Joey, I think we're related. <laughs> now, as luck would have it, we are actually related. She's a first cousin once removed. I had no idea she was going to be here. The moral of the story is customer experience is all about making personal and emotional connections. I got both with a family member. This event was perfect. <laughs> what's your name, sir, and what's your experience? I'm sorry. My name is Paul Pike, and I'm from LG Electronics. Uh, and it was the presentation on speech analytics, and certainly for us, presentation, and the, the take track for me is to bring that back to our executive team and begin to execute on it. So thank you for that. It was excellent. Woo! Awesome. Sometimes we need to get out of the recording studio and experience things in person. Get ready to feel like you're standing right next to us as you experience this live. So you don't have to get ready to feel like you're standing right next to us. You are standing right next to us. Woo! <laughs> Gotta love the live audience. Thank you. You know, when Joey and I came up with the idea to do Experience This Live, it was to get out of the studio and into the experience, but we never actually considered doing it in front of an audience. So we're really excited today, and we're gonna talk about some of the best experiences that we've had in the last year. I'm gonna start. Yeah, okay? this is usually the way the you show go, works. Yeah, 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 Dan just so, gets the microphone Joey and just starts talking. Wait, it's okay. Yeah, he waits until it's his turn. It's cool. So I was at another conference recently, last month, and this is the sixth time that I have spoken at this conference. It's called Social Media Marketing World. It's in San Diego. It's the largest social media conference in the country. Now, why am I listing this as my best experience? And why am I talking about another conference here at this conference? Because the name of this conference is Social Media Marketing World. 
But what I can tell you is the main takeaway that I took away this year was how critical customer experience is. There were marketers, there were social media experts, there were influencers, all on stage talking about listening to your customers, engaging with your customers, how it's human to human and one-to-one -one today, and how it is important for us not to lose sight of the fact that without customers, we don't have a business. So I figure if a conference like Social Media Marketing World has gotten to that place, that we in this room as CX professionals, we're in a good spot because CX has finally arrived. I spend a lot of time on airplanes. And as a result, I have some interesting customer experiences. I am a loyal Delta Airlines flyer. And throughout our seasons, I've talked a lot about some of the great experiences that I've had with Delta. But ironically enough, there's one that's been happening this year. In fact, it just happened today that has made me love Delta even more. I got an alert on my phone telling me that there may be bad weather in Colorado where I live tomorrow, and I'm going to be flying back from this conference from Florida to Colorado. And it offered me suggestions on how I might want to adjust my flights to avoid the bad weather. They waived all the change fees. They're allowing me to make the decision in-app. And so Delta has gone out of their way to anticipate that I might not be happy about being stranded away from my family and has done everything they could to proactively offer me another solution. So I love the fact that they continue to raise the bar, they continue to think about me, and they've made it very easy and seamless for me to switch flights without penalty, which by the way, incidentally, makes it easier for Delta because they have less people stranded at airports. So it really becomes, as is the case with most customer experience, a win-win situation for both the customer and the company when we're willing to put our customers first. Now we have a guest who we'd like to invite up to the stage to tell a story about a remarkable experience she had in the last year. While we're doing that, obviously, feel free for the rest of you to come to the microphone to share yours. Let's welcome to the stage our incredible MC, Monty. Monty. Thank you for coming. Hello. Okay, so I had uh, one of my best customer experiences just the other day, this weekend. So I was getting ready to fly down here for this amazing event, and I'm going on vacation with my family and my kids for spring break on Sunday, okay? And so I went in, we're going on a cruise, an international cruise, and we're so excited, my kids are excited, just like everyone in this room, we work hard. We value our time with our families and we don't take vacation that much. So I went in online to print off the luggage tags for those of you who've gone on a cruise and they print out on paper and you staple them. And so the adult rooms printed out and I went to print out the kids' rooms which are attached to ours and their luggage tags wouldn't print. So I'm like, okay, it's flaw in the system. And I do it again and again and finally I'm like, oh my God, something's wrong. So I call the cruise line and they're like, Oh, well, your final payment on your second room didn't go through, so they, we canceled the reservation. We're so sorry, Ms. Kelly. Oh, my God. Are you serious? My daughter, who's 13, has memorized the ship. There's one of those, like, space roller coasters on the outside of it that makes you want to, like, cringe, and they're so excited. And I said, what do you mean? And they said, oh, well, your credit card, you didn't pay on the second room. 
And I'm like, well, if the minors are attached to the adult's room, then why would you have to pay twice? Wouldn't it all go through the system? We're so sorry. It's a flaw in our billing system. We're not sure what to tell you. Oh, I was so stressed. I actually started crying at my desk because my flight was in a couple hours. The kids are like, bye, Mom. We'll see you on Saturday in Miami for the cruise. And I'm like, OK, bye, kids. We, I may or may not see you. And this, is, this is devastating. But we're going to, and I had no solution. So I called back, and the, oh, Miss Kelly, we're going to put your notes in the system. OK, well, I'm just like, don't, don't even know what to do. I couldn't even function. So I get a call back. I fly down here. My cell phone rings. And it was a guy named Maurice. And he says, can I speak to Miss Kelly? Speaking, this is the cruise line. You've reached our escalations desk. And we cannot imagine how stressed you are as a mom right now, getting ready to take your kids on a vacation, which we see is spring break, and it's your daughter's 14th birthday on the ship, and we see that you tried to order the birthday package, but the room didn't go through, and we are so sorry. We wanna make sure that you get rebooked, and we have a wait list because the ship is sold out. It's the number one ship right now, and it's 200 people. But because we understand your level of stress and how important this vacation is to you and that you were crying on the phone, we are going to bump you ahead of all 200 people. We're going to reinstate you and we're going to upgrade you and your whole family to like the top level suites. And we just want to apologize. We'll take care of it. Just show up at the pier and we love you. You're a valued customer. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a very negative experience that turned very positive into absolutely remarkable experience that I'm now not stressed, we're going on vacation, we're gonna have a great time, and they fixed it. Awesome. We love it, we love it. Let's go here. Thank you for being here. You guys are really, really, really good, right? I like the clever, too. I think we at Saital on our little Twitter could be a little more clever. Outside of that, it was like two weeks ago, um, and it's been really, um, just to set the stage, it's been a hectic last 30 days, to say the least, Mike Small. So we have had a lot of things going on, and training, and sales training, and org changes, and you name it, it's happening. So I get an email, and it says, hey, you might want to check the air in your tire, right? And I'm like, okay. Note to self, when I get home, I'll tell my husband, hey, there's something, you better go look at it, right? So I don't, we got home, I, it was like 11 o'clock at night. He's sleeping, I forgot all about it. Next morning I get in, now the thing is telling me, hey, you better check your tire. And I'm like, I don't know how to operate this compressor in the garage. So I was like, all right, I'm sure I can go to the gas station and put my money in and get some air. So I get there, it only takes quarters. I can't find a quarter to save my life, right? Like nowhere. Not only do I need one, I need six. So I go in, I get quarters from the guy, I'm out there, I'm putting air in it. And as I'm putting air in it, I'm looking at it and I could clearly see, oh, there's a screw in there. And I said, okay, is this safe to drive to work? I do not have time for this. So I put the air in, and the, my service rep at Cadillac texted me, said, hey, did you put air in the tire? 
And so I text him back. I said, I did, but I see a really big screw. My phone rings immediately. He's like, don't take the screw out. And I said, okay. And I said, but can I drive this? He's like, sure. He's like, when you get situated, send me a text back and we'll figure out next steps. So I get to the office, um, I get in, he texts me, he said, hey, I haven't heard, I already forgot about the screw, I got to work, that's all that mattered. And I said, I, I really don't have time for this. And he said, no worries, within 10 minutes, somebody pulled up next to my car, did it right there in, in the parking lot at work, fixed my tire, came in, thanked me for their business, and as soon as that man pulled away, I got a, a text survey. Did Joey come in? How long did it take him to get there? Did he fix your problem? And was he pleasant? I was like, wow. Something as simple as a, a screw in a tire that I'm thinking, now I'm going to have to go to the dealership, blah, 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 right? Boom, dot. Amazing. <laughs> I, I love I, I'm, I'm just really glad that you are happy with the service I provided. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go over here. Hi, how are you? Uh, welcome, everyone. Um, I'm Denise with Saital, and this experience just happened to me last night here at the Westin Fort Lauderdale Beach. So I get home from the uh, fabulous event with my after having my wine fun games with all my colleagues, and I wanted to have a chamomile tea to wind down. So I order uh, the chamomile tea, and I said, "Let me order it before I shower, and it'll be here by the time I get out." And about 55 minutes later, there was no hot water or no tea yet. So I called the room service and I asked, hey, it's taking a bit. It's about, you know, it's a little late. I want to kind of get to bed. And they said, no problem. We're sorry. We're going to go send it up right now. So not only did they send up the tea, the hot water, two pieces of cake, another dessert, and a note saying, Ms. Horviller, we hope that you have a great restful stay. And then in the morning, this morning, I also got a phone call and asking me how I slept and making sure that everything was okay. So that, to, to note to the hotel, fantastic service from the Westin. Awesome. You know, one of, the things I, one of the things I love about that story is oftentimes you can create a remarkable experience after a bad experience, right? We all have an opportunity, especially in a contact center, to make it right. And when you make it right, you turn a detractor or a potential detractor into an advocate. Uh, hi, Jan Eric Casey. I like you travel a lot, and I hate doing my um, reimbursements. And so I just have this habit that as soon as I get an, an email from my company saying that I've been reimbursed, I go to American Express corporate card, and I make a promise to pay. So the date that they're going to reimburse me, I pay American Express that same day. So I went in like I normally do, and it wouldn't accept the date. Like, what the hell? I mean, I've done this so many times, so irritating, now I'm going to forget about it. And so I called, and I didn't get a live agent. I got a recording that said, are you calling to make a promise to pay? Yes. Are you on an iPhone? Like, yes. Are you wearing a headset? No. Okay, we're going to send you a text. Is that okay? Yes. Do you need more time? I'm like, do they know I'm an old guy and, you know, <laughs> it's going to take me a while? And I said, yes. And so I'm waiting for my text and it said, enter the information. I entered the information and immediately the phone said, thank you. We received your promise to pay. Everything's fine. Do you want anything else? It was actually a better experience. I don't want to call someone and tell them that, 
you know, I'm going to make the payment. I want it to be like it was on the app where I can just put the information in. Now they've changed it so that it's even uh, more secure for me because my bank information, everything like that, is now secured and it's all through a text message. So kudos to American Express. Awesome. I think the moral of the story is it's actually not that difficult to create a remarkable customer experience. The bar for customer experience across all industries is lying on the ground. It's literally on the ground. If you just do the slightest thing above normal, you can stand out in the crowd. So best of luck to all of you as you work to create remarkable customer experiences in the year to come. Sometimes the customer experience is amazing. And sometimes we just want to cry. Get ready for the roller coaster ride in this edition of I Love It! I Can't Stand It! I will tell you one thing that I love is Joey saying, I can't stand it. <laughs> we try to have fun here at the Experience This Show, folks. So welcome to another edition of I Love It and Can't Stand It. And today, we're going to talk about the state of customer experience in 2019. Now, this is a broad topic because customer experience is a big industry, and it also touches pretty much every part of every business. But we're going to try to distill it down to a few things that we love and can't stand, and then we look forward to you joining us with things that you also love and can't stand. So one of the things that I love is that here in 2019, more and more people are talking about customer experience. It's happening at conferences, it's happening in the boardroom, it's happening next to the water cooler. What I can't stand is that it's still a lot of conversation and not as much action. The ability to make change in your customer experience is not as difficult as you think. It just requires a little bit of extra effort and commitment. It doesn't require a big budget. I'd love to see people act on their ideas instead of worrying about getting their ideas just right. One thing that I love about customer experience is that there are so many creative startups that aren't burdened by old policies and procedures, and they're creating remarkable experiences from scratch. Now, we've talked about a ton of them on our podcast, and I also mentioned two of them in my presentation today, which were Punk Post and Imperfect Produce. I would say that another great example from yesterday was Zenny. What I can't stand is that large companies are having trouble figuring out the ownership of customer experience. Does it fall under the CMO? Is it its own separate area? Does everybody own customer experience? Or is it in a department on itself? And I think that's one of the main things that big companies are going to have to figure out in the next coming year. Speaking of companies, one of the things that I absolutely love is more and more companies are realizing that everyone should have customer experience as part of their title because everyone in your organization contributes to the customer experience. One of the things that drives me crazy, though, is most businesses aren't giving their employees a context for customer experience. They're asking them to create remarkable customer experiences for the customers without showing the employees what a remarkable experience is. That can be in the context of being an employee of the organization or exposing them to some well-known brands that have amazing customer experiences that that individual employee might not have had the chance to interact with. We'd now like to bring up a special guest to share what they love and can't stand about customer experience as well. 
And that is uh, Isabella Mangalo from TSC. So what I love is when brands make it really easy for me to, <laughs> to do business with them. So I uh, recently was really excited about this new client that we're working with. And I wanted to celebrate the win with the team by wearing a whale suit. And so I was one day at the office searching online for whale suits. And I knew I had to buy it quickly because I wouldn't remember to do it later on in the day. So with two clicks on a certain online retailer, I was able to buy my whale suit so I could celebrate with my team our big win. It arrived two days later, right on time for we were able to celebrate that deal. And I was so excited to share that with everybody. One thing that I cannot stand is when companies make it really hard for me to do business with them. I'm wearing some pretty cool shoes right now. They're pink, they're very painful, but they make me look good. And you know, it, you have no idea how hard it was to pay for these shoes, okay? I had to go to the store in person. I was waiting to pay for these shoes and I literally had to beg for them to let me pay. And honestly, they were so worth it, but it could have been a lot easier. Awesome, thank you. I, I have a new I love it. I love that Isabella was willing to stand and talk into Dan's mic live on stage. That was fabulous. What I can't stand is that we didn't think ahead to have a mic on stage for her. So thanks for being a good sport about that. Excellent, excellent. So something else that I really love is that customers are not shy about sharing their customer experiences on social media. And I love that because it holds brands accountable for providing a great customer experience. What I can't stand is that there's still too many brands that aren't responding to those customers on social media. And especially I want to point out the brands that are not responding to people that take time out of their day to compliment you and tell you that you're doing a good job. Most people who work in call centers don't hear that very often. Nobody calls up on the phone and just to tell you that you're doing great. But it happens every day on social media. And so I urge you all to respond to those people and thank them. My name is Raul and I'm from Inso. So I'm going to give a software vendor's perspective of what I can't stand and what I love about the state of customer experience in 2019. So what I love about the state of customer experience in 2019 is that Brands and organizations are accepting more and realizing the fact that customer experience is a brand differentiator, and that is really cool. And what I can't stand is one of the bad things is that although CX professionals they do they do understand that that there's a lot more resources coming in to work for customer experience, they don't realize that they're not prepared, and that preparedness comes with having. To, to be able to give a seamless customer experience and to give that seamless experience, you need the right culture, the right people, and the right technology. And that's what's important for them to understand and be prepared for. Awesome. Thank you. Hi there. My name is Becky. And what I love about customer experience is the ability to chat. I don't often want to talk to anybody. I just want to chat with somebody on their website and get my, my situation taken care of or order whatever it is I want. What I hate 
is when it doesn't work and I have to escalate it to a voice call and they don't know what I've already put in. And I have to re-enter my account number, re-enter my credit card number, re-enter my information. So if they're going to make a seamless experience, that's going to create great customer experience. Thank you, Becky. I love it. I come from an industry analyst standpoint, so I review and, and analyze the customer experience market. So perhaps this is a little bit high level, but what I love that's happening right now is that companies are starting to come together and partner for different aspects and realize that there are so many different things that go into customer experience, whether that's the kind of big picture design that makes your brand or it's the nitty gritty of understanding what the customer experience is all about. So I'm loving the discussion when I'm not liking what I can't stand is that some of the investment sometimes seems a bit misconstrued. Like when you hear a brand say, we're investing in customer experience and all they did was update their logo. Like that doesn't help my experience at all. I think there's a lot of work to be done to make this stuff actually things that, that help us as customers. So thank you. Awesome. is here in 2019, the state of customer experience is improving. It's getting better. We're not there yet. We've got miles to go before we sleep, but it's getting better every day. So good luck to all of you listening as you think about upping your game when it comes to the customer experience. So, so I'm thinking that from now on, we need to just invite you to Dan's house in Chicago every time we record, and you can just kind of be in the studio audience and we'll do it. You all were fantastic. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much to everybody who participated. We also want to especially thank our friends at the Cytel Group and all of the other uh, groups within there, the uh, TSC and the Learning Tribe. We have really enjoyed working with you in season three of the experience of this show, and it was truly an honor and a pleasure for us to be here both to speak as well as to record this episode. We really appreciate your participation. Thanks for an absolutely incredible event. We're going to conclude by playing the music that would normally happen at the end of our show. So thanks so much. Thank you, guys. Wow! Thanks for joining us for another episode of Experience This. We know there are tons of podcasts to listen to, magazines and books to read, reality TV to watch. We don't take for granted that you've decided to spend some quality time listening to the two of us. We hope you enjoyed our discussions, and if you do, we'd love to hear about it. Come on over to experiencethisshow.com and let us know what segments you enjoyed, what new segments you'd like to hear. This show is all about experience, and we want you to be part of the Experience This Show. Thanks again for your time, and we'll see you next week for more Experience This. That was cool. Round of applause for Dan and Joy. Wow. <laughs>